0: Perfect, perfect, perfect. I think think it's working out because I see people reacting. Okay, awesome. Woo, it's worked out. So I uh, thanks everybody for for helping. (laughs) This is pretty awesome. This is a whole uh, live-a-cause everybody effort. (laughs) So that got us an extra 20 minutes preparation. Thanks for all the help, people. Eliza, welcome so much. And, I'm very uh,
1: happy
0: to be here. Yes, it's super cool. <laughs> These things are always a little bit awkward to be interviewed or to be put on the spot, but I'm so uh, grateful uh, we can have Eliza here. Uh, my name is uh, Willem Paul I'm from the Netherlands. Um, and as a Live Cause group, really, really want to have interviews in this group to uh, give you inspiration, to uh, to have people, uh, uh, have an insight of how people think, how people feel, how people's uh, vision is. And Eliza is amazing. I met her in uh, Spain a couple months ago for the first time. And it was funny because we were on a panel um, with a few, with the group and we were with on a panel with three people. It was Eliza. It was uh, Claudia Blumenthal from, uh, and it was me and uh, Claudia and me were sitting in front of the group. And uh, everybody was uh, still waiting uh, for us to start. And I told the group, uh, we're still waiting for Eliza. And then (laughs) you were already there, but I'd never met you. And you were like, I'm Eliza. And uh, it was kind of funny because it uh, kind of shows how you are. You're quiet, you sit somewhere and you you were just waiting and uh, you were not even in front of the group. You were sitting with the people. So I had to invite you, please come to the front so people can easier see and hear you. And uh, I thought it was really, really cool because you were really quiet. But uh, when the group started asking you questions, uh, your questions were really, really visionary, really clear, really hopeful. You were so visionary about how you felt things supposed to go and very clear. And And I, that's why I felt like it's going to be amazing to share a little bit more of that spirit with people. So uh, thank you, Eliza. You also hit Diamond February, right? Yeah. So when I met you, you were Platinum in, in Poland and your first Diamond in Poland. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Very cool. Yeah. Was well, this your first uh, Lufthansa event you, uh, you participated in?
1: Yeah, it was my first time, but I wanted to mm, participate before, but I couldn't make it because because of my uh, earlier planned uh, event so i was very happy that i could do it this time and thank you very much for introducing me it's it's uh, it was really sweet and i'm i really felt this time when we are, were at live event uh, at this panel i really felt safe because you you um, you are like my you know older brother you are younger, but you are my older mm. brother. And I, it was my first time to be in front of so many people in English also. So it, was, it wasn't easy for me. So thank you very much.
0: Awesome.
1: Uh, it was my first time. And I think that this kind of events, like the across event, uh, is very uh, helpful to people to, to grow a bigger vision because we can we can learn at doTERRA that how we can uh do this business how to invite how to prepare how to uh how to educate about oils but uh, this kind of mindset we cannot uh, have from uh, corporate we, can, we we only can uh, learn it uh, in um, in this situation when we met people who already done something so i think it it is it, it is a great tool to use for us so i i've dragged uh, i think we were 13 or 15 from Pol- poland at this event so i almost said you you have to go or i want to work with you almost not not very straight and and we have had a great great experience there and i think it was crucial we have Four new silvers this month and wow. it's amazing yes and we will have i think two platinums in like, maybe in two months i That's and true. and this event i think it 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 was crucial
0: wow That's powerful so i'm very club.
1: happy and i'm i regret that this was the last one so
0: well you all I, already invited uh four of us to help you set it up in poland of course uh so will see how travel restrictions are gonna be in the next few months, but uh I'll be glad to come over and uh and be there even though I don't understand a word probably but uh <laughs> yeah super powerful super powerful and uh I like how you say that we are uh that we help each other be inspired to help each other to uh to share the vision and to give each other a platform to grow right yeah and um I was I was really inspired by what you said in the, the the panel. You're very quiet, and then all of a sudden, you're like, "Hey, doterra is very simple, just like this." And uh, <laughs> it's just like building a house. And uh, so I got to know that you had an engineer background. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, engineer background, and that made me like realize how you were thinking, how things are very clear for you. And especially in the times we're living in right now, some things are unclear for people, right? For all of us, like things are changing every day in every country. Things are changing every day. So I'm very interested in some of your ways of thinking. But before that, maybe would you be able to like, explain us a little bit of your background? Yeah. Um, because I don't even know because I remember in Cause I was like, wow, this is a very in- interesting uh, lady. Uh, we had a good connection. But things were so busy that all of a sudden you had an early flight, you leave. I'm like, oh, I still wanted to ask you so many questions. So that's why we're doing it right now. I don't know the answer. So I, I'm interested in your background. Would you be able to share some?
1: Yes, sure. Uh, so as you said, I'm an engineer and uh, my job, my first job was landscape architect. So I love nature and I also like to work with that Uh and uh, i had i i've never been employed employed by, by uh, any other company i always work for myself so i think this this is the first thing which w- which was um, creating my mindset because i always had to build my my own business very small for the first time and uh, but but still only mine um and I worked for a couple of years in this industry. And when my daughter was uh, very little, I was single mom. When uh, since she was uh, five, but there is no tragic story. We have good relationship w- uh, with her uh, father. Uh, but still, I was I was um, I had to do everything by myself. And uh, I remember the day. When I was uh, finishing some drawings for my client, and it was three o'clock in the morning, and my there, it was the time when um, we haven't had uh, access to laptops. The computers were big and on uh, just in one place in home, so I, I couldn't move it. So she was lying on my on the on the floor in my. Um, office and i was uh and i was touching her with my leg to to comfort her because she couldn't sleep and i was finishing my drone and i and uh, this day at five o'clock we were going to the holidays so i had to get in the car and uh, dro- drive for 300 kilometers almost so i remember the day and I said to myself, "It's it's not gonna be like that. I can't work like that because it's not it's not safe for us, and it didn't give me a satisfaction. So maybe the money was good, not so good as Otera uh, gives us. But uh, I knew that this uh, way of working is not good for me for my daughter. So uh, since then, I was I started to look for." some systems who can I implement uh, in my business to work less and it was still in traditional business so I had more and more employees and it was for me it was really hard because I, I hate to make people do something I'd like to see them that they are inspired and they do something because they want to. And I'm not very good at managing managing people. So sometimes I was really furious uh, and I didn't like myself. And after a couple of years, uh, I changed three times. I changed a little bit my business because I had two shops with furniture, garden garden, and, and home furniture. Um, I had a breakdown, so I couldn't enter my company. Uh, For forty minutes in the morning, because I I I felt so empty and I really hated that people who are who who are who were employees and they were not they were good people, but the the system the system we are uh, when you are employer and uh, you are employee you are always um, on the two sides of the of some war. Which is created but by, by the system, and I and I started to think that it's not for me. But I had uh, a big money uh, which was invested in this business, so I couldn't live, and that's why I I really had a problem in my head what to do. I had the daughter, I had two dogs; <laughs> they have to be fed every day and and uh, uh, have some. Uh, vaccines so I can go and say okay I finish this business I start something new and it was it was five years ago so and I was very lucky mm-hmm. because my friend uh, came to me with network marketing idea and I wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't listen to her I think about six months I was telling her I don't have time for that because I didn't want to have something uh, which is uh, which take my time away, I and I didn't understand how it works. So she she gave me the this lecture about network mar- marketing, and then I uh, because I'm engineer and I always want to know how the things work. Uh, I uh, went to the uh, to the bookshop and I bought all the books about network marketing and I've read them all in I think three or four days (laughs) all nights all day and it wasn't very big collection of books because there were I think three or four and I had GoPro on in pdf so I had an idea what what is this business and I decided that this it's good for me because i had i can have my time back and i don't have to invest my money this was the, this was the the most important for me so so i decided to to do it and it wasn't doterra at that time and doterra came to me uh, 2 years later so three years right. ago, I started in uh, in April. Also, so it's my oh, wow. uh, third wow. anniversary in the, with the hair. The but w- about my mindset, it, I think it was created by the by 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 mm, my life because I had to earn money, so I had to do it. And I have my I think uh, I have it in my veins because my parents they lived in the 60s 70s in Poland run by communists they were both they were teachers in some technical uh, high school so they also are in engineers and they were dreamers they they dreamed about they about something bigger which was really impossible at the time because every company was was in the government hands so we couldn't have Uh, our own company we couldn't have um, some properties to to, for example to to have money from that so they were really dreamers and my father is a mechanic engineer so he wanted to have a big service station to to fix the cars and with uh, his uh, partner in business they started to 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 build that uh, uh, facility, uh, and it was seventy eight. In uh, so it the, it was really deep communism at that time, and they could they could lose everything in every day. So I don't know why they had this uh, kind of mindset, but they had, and it was really great because after that. Uh, after a couple of years, we regain our freedom as a country in eighty nine. I remember that because I was in high school there then. Mm, so we are... And after that, the 90s were very intensive years and we switched from nothing is in the shop and everything is available, so... It boom. Yeah, and it, that's why we are not very... Mm, very sad about this situation. Of, of, of course it's, it's complication of life this situation right now but I think we can survive and everything will be good and people are amazing uh, uh, spaces that very creative and very willing to survive so really we, we are going to be good like we were if, uh, like Polish people were in uh, the 90s Isn't it
0: powerful? It's so cool to see like how the human spirit, it helps us to go back to our past, to to remember moments where we were resourceful, right? To remember moments where we knew how to deal with challenges or difficulties. And of course, it's all relevant, uh, uh, relative because it's different for everybody. Everybody has different difficulties or different levels of difficulty, but still the experience of the difficulty can be the same. And uh, it helps us to to remind us of uh, what we've done or overcame in the past, right? It helps us so much. And um, so before the interview, I checked with you because I have some ideas about, okay, communist country, these are some of the challenges. And uh, I can imagine it to be difficult to dream in a system that's communistic, um, which makes me very inspired that some people still kept that spirit of creativity alive. You know or that dreaming alive, even though dreaming was kind of dangerous right but uh, or it wasn't rewarded at all, it was not rewarded but still uh, uh, at least that's my perspective of it, maybe by watching movies or something but uh yeah, that makes me very uh intrigued how that spirit of like entrepreneurship also is uh, alive, and uh, also interested how you uh, how you help people in your business to uh have this spirit because this spirit of entrepreneur of dreaming in every country there's people that have it and don't have it right um and i have this idea which can be wrong but uh my idea is that in countries where communism has been for a longer time i can imagine it to be more difficult for people to go in that space of dreaming but i can be wrong i'm, I'm interested in your idea about this
1: i think that it can be even uh, easier because you know, where you, when, when you live in a country where you can uh, buy on, one, only one thing you can buy in shop, it's white vinegar. So you, can, you have to organize everything around your life. I remember that we have uh, a big queue uh, in front of the shop for a toilet paper because it, it was really luxury good. So w- when you live in the place like that, you are really creative, believe me. So I think this creativity is in our uh, veins, and I think it, in every situation I, I can relate to Bulgarian, Hungarian, and to uh, Slovaks. We were this, we were on the same, uh, we are in the same place. So I think this is uh, the reason that uh, in our countries. This Zotera business is so flower blooming because it it, 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 uh, we have only have some kind of creativity and some kind of um, uh, hope and we have to be a little bit hunger hungry sorry hungry for for something. So I look for people who are yes the hunger I like that yeah and who oh,
0: like are, the so you yeah. look for people that are yeah. creative yeah
1: yeah how I do agree.
0: you find how do you find it like do you believe that this hunger is in people or you can give yeah. it to people
1: Yeah I believe that it, this is in people and it can occurs uh, it, it can occur in, uh, in different situations because sometimes uh, we are we have the very good life and something happens and mm. we have to and and we have to Think about our children, our parents, and th- this hunger uh, is uh, growing in us.
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally believe that too, and I, it makes me think about two questions. The first question is, how do you see it that it's in people? The second question is, how do you grow it in people?:
1: I don't know if I grow it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: showing what is possible because Mm -hmm. i'm really normal normal woman from poland so i i really don't have any special abilities to uh, i'm not very well organized people think oh you you are so organized yes i plan a lot but i stick to a plan i think for four percent of of this plan so it's always working in flow i want to do this so i Okay, so I won't finish that. So I, I'm really normal. Everybody can, uh, everybody have these issues. But I'm looking for people who are who are fun, who are persistent, but in, uh, between persistent and stubborn. So <laughs> they, want, they want something so badly that they don't <laughs> care. Like me, I, mm. I, I didn't want to be here, but I knew that it can help some people of my team and maybe for with, here, with here you mean
0: with here you mean on this call right
1: yeah yeah because <laughs> i would say no i would say no if i if i can could choose my comfort i would say no but i sometimes we have to be uncomfortable to to um, create something bigger than than we are and that's why i'm here and i think that uh, so stubborn and persistent. It, 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 it's it's very good thing in a in a person uh, to to have uh, to have some uh, achievements in this business. And the second thing or third, it's a toddler mindset because I I think that we have to stop growing up. We have to really... So you, so I, you
0: said to- toddler mindset, right? Like a yeah, small kid, right? Yeah, toddler mindset, yes. Yeah, if yeah. I
1: want something, I want it so badly that I, want, <laughs> that I do everything <laughs> to get it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, everything.
1: And if I don't want something, I also do everything to don't uh, touch it or don't have it in my life. So I think we have to go back and think like toddlers. My role nice. model is Pippi Longstockings from Astrid Lindgren. I don't care if there is a pasta all over the house when I'm doing something. I really don't care because this is my life and only I can be and I can give m- myself happiness. So I don't do things what should be done because someone wants, someone thinks that it's good. I don't do yeah, it yeah. B- because it's my life.
0: I totally and agree I, with you.
1: Yeah, and I've like, learned it when I was single mom because I had to take full responsibility for our life, and no, nobody, and I didn't have to ask for anybody for per, for a permission. So I, so I think it was good for me, even.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. I love it. Not waiting for permission. Nobody's gonna give it to you. That kind of yeah. stuff. I think it's yeah. very good. I think uh, it helps us to wake up. And for me it's a dichotomy so it means it's two-sided it means like we have to kind of realize nobody is coming to save us Nobody is coming to pick us up or do it for us right yeah. and that is a very freeing it's very liberating because we become very uh, full ownership but what i mean with dichotomy is that there's another side too it doesn't mean we cannot rely on people so yeah. <laughs> It, we we also need to have the realization we cannot do it alone, right? Or we sometimes need a higher power in our lives, and, or we have uh, people that we have to lean on sometimes. So this thing is not a black and white thing, but it's like I don't know. It's a but still like we have to kind of become independent first, so we can really have a connection with people. Um, but that's 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 what it is for me. Like I I think. Uh, Stephen Covey uh, calls this interdependent, so that we yeah. become independent, so we totally realize we do this by ourselves, and then we partner with people that are the same, and that is a beautiful thing. And I think that's that all the nice, beautiful relationships are because of this, right? Like a re- relationship with yeah. people. I,
1: I have to add something because uh, I was t- uh, talking about independence, but what you you said uh, reminds me that that the only condition for independence is having a circle of support mm-hmm. for example in when yep. you, when i was single mom i had to have supportive people who can mm-hmm. take my uh, kid from school who can be with her d- during the night when i had to go away so it was really for me having these people was the most important thing and asking for help is what it was very difficult but it was necessary and i use it in my life now because i I love it
0: This is so good this is so good this is like this is like a a beautiful gem i think also in doTERRA business right because i see sometimes that people their teams are not really growing because they don't want to lean on their leaders or they don't want to be helped by their leaders so if you don't want to be helped by others yeah. then you kind of look down on people that ask for help also like Bre- Brene brown says it like if you feel ashamed about yeah. asking for help you feel that people that ask need your help are kind of small and stupid <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's a uh, it's like a it's like a interesting thing right i love it i love it super yeah. super good
1: and i think it helps helps me a lot in business and everybody who can uh, who was in the different difficult situation i think have this these gems from this situation to in in, 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 uh, to use in in the business so you were asking who who am i looking for i'm looking for fun stubborn and crazy and uh, dreaming people i love it (laughs) and i have them in my team a lot of them (laughs)
0: <laughs> They're all screaming right now, I think. Super <laughs> <laughs> yeah. awesome, super awesome. And yesterday I was talking with a good friend of mine. He's a refugee, he lives in the Netherlands and uh, he has uh, nothing. And uh, he uh, his phone broke and um, he has a brother who uh, is living in another country who was able to send him some money. And he's like, yeah, I could text my brother and he would just send me money. But I don't really feel like and I was like, if I was your brother, and I would have money and if, if that would be the only thing I could do for you, I would love you to ask me. <laughs> sure. So I could just give it to you. And it's like, Yeah, I don't really wanna ask for help because I don't wanna feel people want people to feel sorry for me or feel that they pity me or something. And I which I totally understand. I don't that that's a sensitive thing in a situation like that. But uh, I told them like, hey, there's there have been a lot of years in my life I had nothing and I had to learn how to rely on people and I had to ask for help and it helps me now in the good times because I know that a lot of uh, all the things that are good in my life are not because of me so I'm not feeling all the burden on my shoulders and uh, sometimes you see people and you know, hey, I've been there in their shoes so then you kind of know how to help without making them feel small, right? Just like. A beautiful thing in this time so this is this is also some advice you're giving right now about the time we live in right now uh with the challenges and um you already gave us some ideas like how uh how we have to be creative how some of these things that we go through might uh give us experience and you just gave us a nice gem that we have to ask for help right
1: yeah
0: super super absolutely. cool absolutely is there yeah, any I other was- things you feel like hey this is really what we should like this is going to be helpful for people listening right now, no matter where they are, because when we're on this, the same boat.
1: Yeah, when we, this isolation started, I uh, we we observed that everyone is uh, craving uh, companionship, and that's why we are we were thinking about leadership training online, and we were mm-hmm. we will talk about this later. And I think the connection is what what is the most we need in these times but but uh, in business i will i think we're gonna survive because many companies are switching now to sell online to to work uh, home office and i think it's gonna be good there will be be some turbulences but but as i I said new 90s will come so so it's gonna be a, a new era of business. for For many people, it a good opportunity also. So, so I, you know, I had in my in my business life, I've had the coronavirus three times. So, so, but but I was alone. You know, my company collapsed, and nobody cares because I was alone. And now, where companies coll- uh, com- collapses in um, thousands everybody is uh is um, uh supporting entrepreneurs but I know many entrepreneurs who who had to shut down their business who lost money, and nobody cared uh, about them in in the past so so I think uh that this is uh the necessary this is the thing you, we have to accept and make the business like our business uh, we have to have a couple of in uh, uh, streams of income so so I think we're gonna be good and in doterra especially when we are really in really uh, sustainable business we are gonna be good and it's it's really I don't feel very comfortable with it because I feel like I feel sorry for people because I'm good mm-hmm. now and as you said, because I was watching your, uh, I was watching your interview. Frank Odens was was interviewing you a couple of months ago because I wanted to uh, see how dangerous you are uh, before this uh, situation. And you said something very important for me that we have a problem with receiving help. It's it's uh, the b- biggest problem than uh, than. Uh, give help to somebody so i have the same thing i prefer to help some someone that to receive help and we have to work on that also
0: that's beautiful beautiful i think the time we're in right now that's that's the thing is humbling for everybody it makes us all feel human and equal right it's it's beautiful Yeah. yeah it's super cool what do you what do you wish your doterra uh Businesses. What do you? What, uh, how do you want it to be a vehicle for people? What do you want it to bring people?
1: Yes, for me the first thing in DoTerra is to help women to grow their businesses and the, their independence. Because uh, as you mentioned, Kovi I know that when you are where you are not uh, dependent on someone, you can be a real partner in life. So this is my mission to help women who sometimes they don't believe they can do it and with doterra they they really uh, flourish with as a businesswoman, uh so this is my goal to show them that they can they can do business and my second goal is to show women that they can be leaders because they don't believe that they can
0: to so help people to know that they're leaders right yeah so to, to have this your company as a development for leaders for people to believe in themselves it's actually yeah. growing people right helping each other to grow
1: yeah and not uh, not exactly a doterra as a company but this group of people who are doing doterra who are working mm-hmm. with the oils this is the the most inspiring thing I think in in, in our lives so it's powerful uh, association of of really creative humans
0: yeah yeah the company is kind of just the the boat people step into yeah. and the people yeah. they created yeah. together together it's
1: great it's great and we are very grateful for this amazing product but the, the we work with people not with audios
0: yeah 100 <laughs> percent. that's awesome and um i i had a you know the one thing that's uh, super awesome is uh I talked with Roger, he's a good friend of me, of course. And uh, he, he, he used to work with doTERRA. And um, when doTERRA kind of opened in Europe, he told me that the first big leaders that tried to open in Europe, tried to open it in Poland. Did you know that?
1: Yeah, I don't know who, like, but I know that. I don't know who, Eric Larson 10 years ago. In, yeah, Eric Larson was in Poland in uh, 2012.
0: Cool. he's I I saw that he is live on this call, so he he could reply (laughs) he could reply on it. But who who could be that? But it's kind of awesome that it nobody nobody got Poland really going. Um, And I don't know a lot of other leaders in Poland right now, but you in two years, you boom, you just exploded it. So it's like I I I always envision it that like when people have this stubborn mindset and they uh, have this confidence, they can be like a flower that grows out of concrete, you know and uh, yeah sure uh, there's a power of people power of, of belief power of mindset so um thanks for sharing that and also uh, uh roger told me that you uh, started something with your team you started something um with a training and it had something to do also with the the healing hand cycling club do you want to tell us a little about yeah, it yeah sure
1: so uh, when this uh, all isolation thing and social distancing uh, uh requirements uh, happened we uh, and c- cancellation of uh, of uh, doterra europe uh, convention so we are so sad and after the uh, europe live calls event we were so eager for for some kind of common um, um, meeting and trainings so we decided to uh, to do this online and we prepared some trainings my leaders were uh, preparing sometimes for the first time, they were preparing some webinars about about the business and about mindset. And then I I saw in this group uh, live videos of Frank Odens and Roger Deuce. and they were asking people for help to support this uh, this uh, Killing Hand Cycling Club cause and i was really touched because i don't usually see men who are asking for help so it was it was really uncomfortable for me to watch that they that, that this this um, fundraiser is not going so well that like like it should uh, so i asked my leaders can we do our online training like a charity event And they were really supportive and they uh, asked and they joined at the, I think, first day we have already everything set up. Uh, We were also very afraid that people won't uh, have to join this leadership training because they have to pay for that and why I should pay for that. Uh, I would like to support uh, uh, some other, uh, maybe ch- charity event. But when I posted on our uh, training group, where all mm, wellness advocates from uh, from Poland and Polish-speaking, also from other countries, are not not from my just for, from my team, but it's open group for everybody, like Live uh, here, uh, but uh, our is in Polish. Mm. And there was so, so much, so really nice comments and they wanted to join at, uh, from, from the first moment. So, so I really uh, relaxed a little bit because I had, you know, I, I woke up in the, uh, in the night and I said, oh my God, nobody will join this because I was, uh, w- what I was thinking about, but the, but the, the reaction was very good and. Then we were preparing for... Sorry for my dogs. Uh, and we are we, we had a week uh, to prepare these uh, trainings and during this week we asked them to join the group uh, and the earlier the better because we had uh, some uh, live videos who were just for 24 hours. So we we could um, make them craving, crave to... to to see these live videos, what they are talking about, what they are, they are uh, giving, uh, giving the secret sauce of their business and I won't see it, I have to join now. So the, the first week was just for, uh, just for uh, making them uh, curious what will be in the next week. And the next week we had uh, webinars every day, I think it was three or four a day, some giveaways. And it was really fun we had we had two hundred and sixty people in this group and we wow. we collected for uh, liver co- for uh, healing hand cycling club i think about uh, twenty seven hundred uh, euros so well
0: wow.
1: we we, awesome. we wish it, it it's gonna uh, be more. And the most wonderful thing my leaders did in this group, because they offered to everybody, to every cross line, people, whoever the whoever wanted, uh, and uh, one hour uh, mentoring sessions on the topics they were propo- uh, they proposed. For example, um, so, so I proposed topic structure and building the efficient structure in DoTerra. So I had some people who. Uh, who consulted me with, with this? Th- their structure, uh, their uh, doTerra uh, tree. Uh, some of my leaders, uh, when you start, and
0: people, and, and you, and you asked a little bit of money for that. Uh, a little that, bit more that, money that, for,
1: for healing hands. So it was about wow, twenty five cool. euros for this for this one hour uh, consult. And wow. The topics were different and they they were very interesting. So someone from for example Ireland uh, could uh, consult their business with someone from Poland who is not in the same team and to learn more it was the most (laughs) the most amazing because I've seen my leaders they were uh, sometimes some of them uh, felt like leaders for the first time
0: wow wow that's super cool so it's like a win-win-win on many levels yeah
1: yeah on many levels and uh, we have. I have created the the how we did it. The, so if anybody ca- wants to to use it, I can share. Uh, I w- what was our schedule? I can later. share it. So I really recommend to use it as a tool because it's really good for your team because they feel together. We are not feeling... Um, we not feel that something is going not great in outside world. So yeah, yeah, yeah. for for two weeks we didn't even think about what 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 is going on. Maybe something is wrong. Maybe uh, maybe we won't have a job. Maybe we won't have money. So really, it was really good for mindset of our all, all team.
0: I love it so much. It's super good. It makes me gives me many ideas. <laughs> good. Thanks for inspiring us. What? Uh, how are you connected to uh, some of the things the Healing Hands Psychic Club? Why they're raising the funds for the Lesbos refugees uh, situation? Uh, how are you connected to that? How does it touch you?
1: You know, I think that it's it, it's it's not easy to say. But when we when we are uh, involved in such uh, such uh actions I think we do it because we are selfish because i i want to feel i want to feel more comfortable more, i want to feel better when i when I help these people i will be because it's their their life it's so hard and i feel i feel uh, like uh, physical pain when i think about it when you talk when we're talking about what is going on there uh, during uh during the liver cause event and uh Roger and and then Barbara Barbara touched my heart because she was really uh, uh she was really impressive with this uh with this uh image of a pile of a giant pile of uh life jackets, j- life jackets yes mm-hmm. And I feel physical pain. And I, when I can help, I feel this physical pain uh, is, uh, less, uh, is less, less painful. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think it's selfish. It's selfish. It's the only thing that we can do to help these people. And it's really the worst, I think, the worst place in Europe at these days. Maybe Ukraine uh, and there is a war. Uh, in know Ukraine, uh, so maybe uh, that this is also the the tragic situation. But we we'll, we live out in our homes. We have food. We have roof overhead. We are not really in a bad situation, and that's why we have to help to feel 100%. better.
0: Yeah, it has. It is a it's a it's a sword that cuts on many sides. But it it does it makes us feel connected. Uh, it makes us feel living like a purpose, and um, yeah. which is one of the most important things for people to feel alive and feel happy and good. So it's it's not a bad thing. I uh, I think it's uh, for me it's not a selfish thing, but it's uh, it's a thing that we gain from it definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, I, think, I mean, uh,
1: selfish in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Because I know, I know, I, know, I, know. I, I just try
0: to, re- I try to reframe the word just, <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, Uh, one of the most inspiring persons that I've ever read a book from is, uh, Viktor Frankl. Uh, he, he was, uh, he, he survived being in the Holocaust as a Jew in a camp. And he wrote a book, man's search for meaning. Uh, it's, uh, it's amazing. The book is, it blows up, blows your mind. And one of the, he became a psychologist. He's a very famous psychologist. And he uh, he describes some of the things people need, as a they need as a person to be able to overcome a challenge. And one of the things is to have a purpose. If people have a purpose, they can overcome almost everything. And he says that uh, if people can even find purpose in their suffering, they can endure almost everything. Uh, Which was uh, it was like so profound, like holy cow. Like he has many of these things. If you if you look for Viktor Frankl. Yeah. And his book is translated in almost every language. I talked with it about with it, my friend from yesterday and he's from, uh, from Iran in, and it's in translated in Farsi is in this language. Um, and also one thing that uh, I feel about sharing is that uh, Viktor Frankl says that he saw that some of the people that survived and didn't survive, he saw some patterns. And uh, one pattern he saw that when people were too optimistic, uh, too positive optimistic, they didn't make it. And it kind of surprised me because I was like, optimism is good. But he's like the the, optimist, the optimistic person that is like, oh, it's going to be over in three months. It's going to be over in six months. I'll be out of this prison in six months. Every time they were so disappointed because it didn't happen how they thought it was going to happen, they couldn't deal with that disappointment. It was too heavy. Uh, but Viktor Frankl talks about a different optimism. He talked about... Um, he talks about optimism, about first become a realist. So first be be oh, totally okay with the reality. Uh, for example, the situation right, right now, if you're like, oh, this is going to be over in three weeks. I don't think it's going to be over in three weeks. <laughs> but uh, if we have find a way how we can embrace, like this thing might be there for a year or whatever. If uh, I'm not saying this is the truth, but if our system is going to be okay with it being like that, and then we find optimism in that. Then we become yeah. very uh, flexible, we become very creative, and we are very good at enduring whatever changes are going to happen. So I really like this uh, difference uh, in how we describe the optimism. And he said the people that were able to embrace reality, we might be stuck in this prison for years. And then they could find some optimism in that situation. And those were the people that could like stay human, stay thinking, stay feeling uh which i thought was super important like uh, about it so uh so that's this is the thing i talked about with my friend from yesterday because he has this situation he has to wait for two more years with so much uncertainty i was like hey this this book might help you because there's uh there's things in there that can give you like more flexible mind flexible spirit so uh yeah that's <laughs> something i just felt like sharing but uh something that eliza did and she just explained is amazing she did something with her group. Uh, she organized an online business training or whatever training for her business, and she charged maybe ten euro or twenty euro. And uh, she did this thing with her team, which is a uh, and this is this is how she collected money to donate to the to the Healing Hands Cycling Club. And uh, I'll post a link uh, in this uh, post from the Healing Hands Cycling Club. Uh, they're still, there's they're not, they don't, they're they're still going to bike, but they're just by themselves. Uh, they're still uh, raising money for the liver cause. Uh, for, for I mean, for the Lesbos situation, and DoTerra is still uh, doubling the money. Uh, so these things are still going on. They're they're not they're not canceled. They're still uh, moving on. People are still in need. Like the people in need, they're not on pause. They're not like oh wait, there's a crisis and going on. Let's let us stop having problems. So these people still need need help. Um, um we will. Uh, we will post that here. Uh, we'll do more of these interviews. Uh, I think she's disconnected, so I'll, I'll round this thing up. Thanks, guys, for, uh, for listening, for being here with us. And uh, until next time, see you guys.